This is W-O-W-D-L-P, Tacoma Park, 94.3 FM, and TacomaRadio.org. My name is Maxfield, and it's time for Bienvenido al Tango. Going to have a great show today, starting off with the music of the orchestra of Mr. Osvaldo Fresedo. Then we're going to take a look at the compositions of Mr. Firpo, as interpreted by a number of different orchestras. If you have been listening to the great, great jazz as I have been for the last hour or so, don't leave us just yet. This first recording here, we're going to hear, instead of the voice of a singer, we're going to hear the voice of a trumpet. A certain Mr. Dizzy Gillespie, playing with the orchestra of Osvaldo Fresedo. 1956. My apologies, that was a tune I had picked out for later in the show. That was Osvaldo Fresedo's Que Lindo Es Estar Metido, with the voice of Ernesto Fama from the year 1928, an early Fresedo, um, as we're going to talk about later. I definitely do still want to hear Mr. Fresedo in 1956 with Dizzy Gillespie, so we'll take a listen to that one right now. This is Vida Mia, perhaps Fresedo's most famous tango.
<laughs> Osvaldo Fresedo in 1956 with Daisy Gillespie, who was on tour in Buenos Aires. A great meeting of a few different, couple different genres there, tango and jazz. Well, several decades before that recording was made, uh, Mr. Fresedo was very involved in the early beginnings of the formation of tango, somewhat around the same time that, that jazz was coalescing into um, some of the ensembles and sounds um, that, that, would, that would go on to, to, to be what we know as jazz. In, in New Orleans and around the country, the same thing was happening in Buenos Aires. We're talking late teens, early 20s here. And at that time, uh, Mr. Fresedo, as well as several other folks, ended up going up to, uh, with the, the Victor recording label, to New Jersey uh, to do some recording. And you may have noticed that I'm speaking here without my usual co-host, Phil. And the fact is that Phil is presently in Bloomington, Indiana, dancing and taking care of some things. He wanted me to point out that he's doing hard physical labor outdoors, not just uh, dancing. <laughs> um, but Phil found himself at a Malanga uh, with a really interesting fellow, a DJ and researcher named David Crosley. And um, David Crosley was giving a, 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 a class. And so we have uh, some audio from that class. Most of the audio is audible, little bit's a little bit fuzzy, but I think it's really interesting material. Um, so we're going to hear a bit of an introduction from Phil and then some discussion of Fresedo's work several decades before what we were listening to from Mr. David Crosley. In Indiana, people put their little house milongas on the public calendar and welcome anyone who shows up into their homes. So I wander into a house milonga the other night and there was a presentation by a DJ and researcher named David Crosley. Here's an excerpt from David's presentation. Uh, the voice in the background that you hear interjecting some comments is Wild Winnie Wing Ying Chung, the pianist for Quarteto Tengero. Victor Recording Company's got a contract with Osvaldo Fresedo, and they're talking in, in, in Victor's ear. So Victor agrees, he tells Fresedo, you get five or six or seven musicians, we'll pay the bill, we're going to send you up to New Jersey and have you guys record. And what he wanted to record was what we're going to call the evolutionary orchestras. And I want to try to contrast this for you, and this is just off the cuff. I've got these orchestras over here that are playing with that really hard compas, that drop the bricks on the one and the three, and they're played over by the top with some, with what, I'm not a musician, so what, what I'm calling is the melodic accent or the rhythmic accent over the top of it. I don't know a better term to use. So what these guys were doing in this evolutionary period, said, so why don't we keep the compas, but why don't we just really tone it down? And so why don't we pick our arrangements and we'll start by adding a lot, we'll start adding some solos. Wouldn't that be fun? And why don't we start doing some ask and answer between the violins over here and the band of the homes? And why don't we change our arrangements and just play these songs with much more of the, the uh, melodic uh, accent and the rhythmic accent? What year? This is 1922, and these guys go up and they record, and this and they bring them back there in the <coughs> and they kind of release them, but they didn't really take hold. And so I'm going to play some of these. And these guys were kind of a, a, a there, were, there was a group of guys that were just thinking, man, I am so sick of dropping those bricks. I want to play something else. And musicians <laughs> are like that, aren't they? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm just bored. asking. <laughs> yeah. bored. I'm bored. So. They decided they wanted to try to change the style. Well, Victor gave them a chance to do it. They came to New York. These guys are probably all in their late 20s. They've gone up in New Jersey. And think about this. You're in 1920s, the Roaring 20s. They sent you up on, a, on expenses. You're recording in New Jersey, and you're probably not hanging out with a good-looking New York City across the river. That'd be my guess. Okay. I would imagine that all those guys were doing was spending every evening at the Christian Science Reading Room. <laughs> that was my guess, okay? 
I'm like, I'm not sure, but that's where I'm thinking these guys were probably hanging out, so right? Who, who are They're the all really good-looking guys. Who now, gets to go? Now, who gets to go? Uh, the guys that got to go on this trip, he took Delfino, his piano player, and he took a guy by the name of Juan Carlos Cobian, who's also a songwriter. And Juan Carlos Cobian, uh, he did some recording, and he was one of the big influences, if you will, of DeCaro and this group, if you will. He was one of the guys that was kind of a, I wouldn't call him a decision maker, but he was one of those guys that, out of this early group that we're talking about here, remember I showed you the thing in the back of this book, Orchestra, Orchestra Typica Select, Delfino, Perseo, Ricolata, Cobian, these are the guys in the book here. When you, you know, we're only really covering this little section <laughs> up here, okay? But these are the guys that were kind of the, and then the, all of a sudden, it's amazing. Those guys are tied to Dakara, which is where we're going with this. And so, what I'm going to try to do here is, is stop boring you guys and start playing some music. But you needed to get some kind of a, of a background to understand what we're what we're talking about and how this music is about to change. This is a 1922 recording in the United States. This is 1922. Tinta Verde. Yeah, you know the song. But when you get to the arrangement here, we're going to drop the first heavy duty. You can still find a walking beat in the middle. But the solo, what? A solo! outside of, of Argentina at that time. They were selling them in Europe, they were selling them other places, but they came back and they were not deterred. So they got together with a guy, the, the guys that came back, got together with a guy named Julio de Caro. All right, well thank you Phil and Mr. David Crosley for sending that to us from the great state of Indiana. Big shout out to Winnie Chung and Julia, the violinist, who performed a little bit later in the day. And Phil has also asked me to thank Don and Eva, who are wonderful hosts of the event. Um, also, I understand my friend Ben Bogart played a little bit later as well. Hopefully we'll hear a little bit more of Phil's ad tango adventures and tango learning when he gets back. In the meantime, I have one more Forsado tune I'd like to play for you. I had originally wanted to play Que Lindo Es Estar Metido after that because I think um, it's an early tango that would have followed that up nicely. <laughs> um, but we ended up starting out with that. So instead, I picked a tune of Forsado that I have never heard before yesterday, uh, when I stood last night when I was putting this together. It's very quirky, and w we hear a huge amount of variety. We hear experimentation. This is a later recorded version um, from the 50s rather than uh, the original which I think was in 1932 and you can the reason I did that is the arrangements are fairly similar but because of all we'll say the sound effects in this tune uh, the a couple decades of recording innovation helps us hear it uh, much better. So from the orchestra of Mr. Fresedo, L. Espiante. Shh. 
And we seem to have lost our sound there for a moment. Let's see. Oh, there we go. for Tacoma Radio comes from Washington Revels, presenting the 36th annual Christmas Revels from December 8th through the 16th at GW Listener Auditorium, a traditional family holiday celebration with Renaissance music and dance, Shakespearean fun, seasonal carol sing-alongs, and dancing through the aisles with a cast of over 100 performers. More information and tickets at revelsdc.org, R-E-V-E-L-S-D-C.org. All right, and you are listening to WOWDLP Tacoma Park. My name is Maxfield, and this, of course, is Bienvenido al Tango. We spent the first part of the hour listening to the orchestra of Osvaldo Fresedo with some input from... Uh, Mr. David Crosley, who was speaking in Indiana recently. I'm going to move now to Mr. Firpo. Now, uh, Fresedo joined Firpo's orchestra in 1917. And when tango was really taking off around that time, Firpo had been a professional musician for a little while. Born in 1884 in Las Flores, the city um, outside Buenos Aires, but in the province, which is actually the same place as Fresedo came from. Uh, he had bought himself a piano as a teenager for 200 pesos, 
and gone on to study and write and perform uh, music and eventually tango for quite a while. In 1913, he had his first orchestra, and he was a composer of a great number of of tangos that were played by other musicians as well as his own orchestra. His catalog is very large. We're going to listen to tunes by a number of those other orchestras, but I would like to start out with a little bit of Firpo's orchestra. A lot of the recordings um, that were made are very old, and so I have to say we don't always play a lot of the recordings from from the 20s here because the the quality can be a, a challenge to put on the radio. So I wanted to start off to tie us over from that sort of humorous frisado we were listening to of the train, uh, train getting going and the sound effects there. I thought we would start with Fuegos Artificiales, which is a tune recorded by several orchestras, but written by Mr. Firpo. And it has some other sort of humorous sound effects in it. And we can get very serious about tango on the show and talk about like, you know, the darkness of our souls and the depths of humanity. But I always like to, to look back on some of these orchestras and admire their humor and creative spirit. <laughs>
DD by the orchestra of Mr. Firpo. Before that, we heard Fuegos Artificiales, one of the stranger <laughs> tunes he recorded back then. Thank you for your patience on that one. Uh, I like the weird stuff, so you leave me alone in a studio here and I play the strange tangos. Luckily, I'm no longer alone in the studio. Just been joined by friend of the show, Stephanie. Hi. <laughs> so, welcome, Stephanie. We'll be listening together, along with you, to the next few songs we have to hear. It's good to be here. Good to have you. All right. So, as promised, we're going to move forward with some tunes written by Firpo, um, but we're going to this time listen to um, Darianzo's interpretation of them. We have two. We're going to start with Bea Bea, recorded by Darienzo in 1943. And then we'll take a step back with Ella Pronte, uh, recorded in 
the orchestra of Juan D'Arienzo interpreting compositions, tangos, written by Mr. Roberto Firpo. We heard first Bea Bea, followed by El Apronte. I highly recommend, if you can find it or hitting me up, if you can listen to Mr. Firpo's version of El Apronte, it is pretty entertaining. That was the thing when I was doing this. I, I was listening to all these Firpo recordings and then the the versions by other orchestras. And he has so many different sounds. I mean, he worked over decades. And and sometimes I swore I had to double check. I thought it was Biagi. And then the next tune I thought was was uh, Pugliese. The the way his, his versatility and style is quite incredible. So on that note, we're going to move forward here to perhaps his most famous tango. He has he has a number, um, but we're going to listen to Alma de Bohemio, a great, great tango. In this case, we're going to hear the orchestra of Tanturi uh, with singer Osvaldo Ribot. <laughs>
From the orchestra of Riccardo Tanturi, two tunes written by our maestro composer of the day, Roberto Firpo. We heard just there uh, the tune Arganyaras, and before that we heard Alma de Bohemio, perhaps Mr. Firpo's most famous tango. Now, one of the most famous recordings of that, uh, with the orchestra of Laurens and singer Podesta, we played on the show last week, or I should say my guest DJ Jeffrey Reif played on the show last week. If you're interested in hearing that, you can check out TacomaRadio.org, where you can find uh, the last two shows for streaming purposes and playlists going back to the beginning of time, or at least the beginning of the show. Now, we would love to hear from you. Tango is a community engagement, a community effort. So please do find us at Facebook. Uh, you can search for Bienvenido al Tango on WWD and connect with us there. You can find resources of old shows. You can let us know what you'd like to hear, what you would not like to hear, and everything in between. Next up on our Firpo journey, we have two Desarli recordings from 1941. Begin with Sentimiento Criollo, and we'll follow that up with Marejada. <laughs>
Mare Hada by the orchestra of Carlos de Sarli. It's got to be one of my favorite tangos. It's just, to me, it's a very quintessential tango. Beautiful, soaring melodies and... Heavenly? Heavenly, sure. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> Heavenly, soaring melodies and then nice, chunky beats. It's got everything. It's got everything. All right. Getting close to the end of the hour here. Very sad. There is so much Firco, Firpo, Firco, Firpo, and uh, let's see, Firpo diaspora music to listen to. Let's do a couple more here. We'll hear uh, De Pura Sepa from the Orchestra of D'Agostino, and then we'll hear El Rapido from uh, the Orchestra of Enrique Rodriguez. That will be a later recording. The yeah, D'Agostino, the first one we'll hear is 1943. And Mr. Rodriguez, I think, will be the first tune since Dizzy Gillespie earlier in the hour that will take us back to the 50s. <laughs>
El Rápido from the orchestra of Enrique Rodriguez, recorded in 1954, number of years after it was written by our composer of the day, Roberto Firpo. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining with us today as we've traveled through Fresedo and Firpo's lives. Coming up in just, just a hot, hot moment from 2 to 4 is the Hot Sauce Lounge with DJ, your favorite DJ special sauce, your hostess with the mostest, welcoming you to her musical lounge. Later on today, from 5 to 6, it's Senior-itis with music selected by Wilson High School seniors Ava and Alessandra. From 6 to 7, then, it's the Education Trading Post. 7 to 9, Indie Penchant. 9 to 11, we get back to our jazz within the jazz kitchen. Michael and Bill cooking up jazz for your entertainment. Tonight they have guests, Korean jazz combo, the Near East Quartet. Later on at 11 p.m. to midnight, it's Neverland, audio from classic and cult films mixed with new wave, post-punk, shoegaze, and soft grunge, hosted, of course, by Ashton and AJ. To leave you today, we're going to return to Firpo, to the very early, early roots of tango, 1916. There is a great amount of controversy in tango history about who wrote and who gets the rights to the most famous of all tangos, La Cumparsita. Now, Firpo helped with the arranging of the original tune and actually added a little bit to it. But at the end of the day, a different Rodriguez, Matos Rodriguez, ended up with the rights. It was a tune that he had come to Firpo for help um, arranging early on. We're going to hear that. We're going to hear a recording from 1916 of Firpo's orchestra. I leave you today with that. Next week, Phil is back and there will be more tango. Here it is, La Cumparsita. Please bear with this very, very old audio quality from 1916. 